Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works in giving you a boner. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Besides from me reading this, it's made in the U.S. of A. America. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code armchair, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew, B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we'd like to thank them for sponsoring this train wreck of a podcast. All right, everybody, it's Thursday. It's game day. You get two podcasts today. You got the Saints Dolphin preview about why you give a shit about the game tonight. And me and Andrew right now are going to argue about Kenny Stills. Well, not really argue, but we were talking on the phone, and I said, Andrew, stop talking to me. Call me, and we'll record it. It'll be a podcast. So, Andrew, Kenny Stills is a hot topic conversation because the Saints receivers look not so great. And he's rumored to be on the trade block or could be released from the Dolphins. And I was like, hell yeah, bring Kenny Stills back. That's fun. Trades are fun. Uh, But you were like, nah, I don't think he's a fit for the Saints. And give your reasons why. Well, at first I was kind of with you. I was like, yeah, let's bring Kenny Stills back. He has chemistry with Breeze, he knows the playbook, so, like, he can come in even if he's, like, you know, an addition last minute, and I don't know if he plays week one, but, like, by week two, he's probably ready, right? It wouldn't take him long to acclimate. But the more I thought about it, I mean, first of all, the Saints traded his ass, right? And, like, first of all, you got to ask yourself, like, does Kenny Stills even want to be with the Saints? Because, you know, I know, like, Jimmy Graham, like, thought about coming back, but generally speaking... When you get traded by a team, your feelings are hurt. And, like, especially him coming off a big season, he was a rookie, probably thinks he's an ascending player, he's the man, and then the Saints immediately ship him out. Like, that's just not a good feeling for him. And and then it's like, on the other side of the coin, do the Saints even want him back? Because they decided when he was at the peak uh, of his value with low contract and big statistical year – they decided, you know what, we don't need this player. We're going to ship his ass out because we don't want to deal with him. Like, why would they want to take him back? Yeah, and remember, too, I mean, he, he, had, he had played for the Saints in 2013 and 2014, and they still had two more years of low cost. 
of Kenny Stills, right? So they swapped him for a third-round pick, so they basically upgraded from a fifth-round pick, which they traded, they used him to, to draft him, and they got a third-round pick. Uh, the more I looked at his stats, I mean, his stats, he's never been as good with the Dolphins as he was with I the mean, Saints. I that, mean, that's my question. Like, is he really that much better than Traquan Smith? Like, we don't know what Traquan Smith is going to be, be yet this year. I mean, I think if you, you can't assume that Traquan's going to be the same player he was last year. Hopefully he's a little better. But, like, I, I mean, it is still necessarily that much better. And, and if so, is he worth giving up a draft pick maybe to get? I mean, the other thing I'll say, man, is, like, you know, every team's a little bit different in how they feel about the whole anthem thing. But I remember mm-hmm. when the Saints kneeled and there was all that controversy and fans were hating on him for what happened in Carolina. Sean Payton was really quick to nip that in the bud. And, Sean, and Drew Brees, too. They weren't standing for that shit. They were just like, look. Uh, actually, they were standing for the anthem. But they weren't stand- <laughs> not standing for the anthem. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, they, they just said, look, we do this as a team. We're going to figure out, like, the message is important to us, sure, and we're going to figure out a way to communicate that because it is an important topic. But, like, the, Breeze felt strongly, like, I care about the troops. Like, and and I'm, not, not to get political, I mean, you, you believe what you believe on that topic, but Breeze personally fought, found it offensive, felt like it was disrespectful to troops. And the Saints collectively said, hey, we're going to treat this as a team. We're not going to give our individual messages during the anthem. That's not what we're about. And Sean Payton and Breeze made it clear. And, like, I just don't think they're going to allow Kenny Stills to come in and upset, like, how they run the team. Yeah, and here's the thing. Look, politics, whether listen to this podcast, we no spectrum that people listen to the left, to the right, or whatever. But here's the thing with the Saints on, on this, okay? Sean Payton, his his political views are pretty well known. He's, he's voiced gun control support and that after Will Smith died and that sort of thing. But the thing about Sean Payton, he isn't letting things wreck his football team. Like, his, the Saints' success is above all of it, right? And yeah. he'll let players be as individual and speak their mind and do what they want off the field. Look, Demario Davis is very politically motivated. He cares deeply about the criminal justice system and does fundraisers. And, you know, Benson has helped him and he is passionate about those topics. He is educated, and he believes that it's his responsibility to make a difference. Um, but, and it's all good as long as you don't become a distraction. Yes, and that, and and look, you can people that 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 support, you know, Kaepernick kneeling and all. They they you can you can you can just you can scream at this podcast and say and and not like it. And and I maybe maybe am with you on that. But Sean Payton, they just—they're not. The thing is with Kenny Stills too, is this is maybe sound mean, but like you—he's not—he's not worth even the potential of a headache. Like for you know, for his best year as a Saints, and that wasn't even a thousand yards. That was like nine hundred fifty yards. Like if you want to be a distraction, a potential distraction, you bet toward ball. Like. You can't be a Kenny Stills that's like maybe better than Traquan, maybe better than Kirkwood. Okay, maybe 25% better. But, like, the distraction point of it makes it where the teams all want to deal with it. Now, if Kenny Stills was 85 catches and 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns the last two years in Miami, 
the Saints may be like, yeah, we'll put up with it. Well, well, but, Miami wouldn't let him go, first of all, if yeah, that was the case. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. and, I mean, it's dicey. And it's a, it's a, it's a tough topic. But I, the one, one point that you made that I think torpedoed all the fun that I was having with Trey Kenny still, so it's great for the podcast and it's great fodder. The one point that you made that I think nuked everything was the point you made about the Saints told us what they thought of their young receiver. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. by what they did with Cam Meredith and explain that. Look, I mean, I just think, look, wrong or right, Sean Payton thinks that he can turn water into wine when it comes to receivers. And he just, like, he doesn't care. Like, he doesn't care if you're Kenny Stills. He's like, I'll ship your ass out. I don't care. Like, I won't re-sign you. I'll trade your ass. Like, I'll trade Jimmy Graham. I'll trade Brandon Cooks. I'll trade Stills. I won't re-sign Willie Sneed. I'm going to let Meacham walk. I'm going to let Lance Moore walk. I just, I just don't think he cares because I think he believes that unless you're Michael Thomas and you're amazing, like everything else is my system and your quarterback making you great. And like, I, I just like, I don't care if you walk. Like, you, you either accept that you're part of this machine that makes great things on offense, or you pass on it, you know, or or you think you're better than you are and you're not about the team or whatever, and you can walk and. I think that's been the thing with a number of receivers on his team that he shipped them out because he believes he can make Willie Sneed and Lance Moore and Kenny Stills, these no-name guys. He can make them in the, in the stars in this offense. And I, I just think, like, when you look at when they released Cam Meredith earlier this year in the, in the training camp, I think they felt like, hey, we really like Emmanuel Butler and we really like Simi Cups and, and we think Traquan Smith and Keith Kirkwood are good prospects. And, like, out of all those guys, Sean Payton said this, we've got young guys coming along, and there's enough of a track record. And, again, he might be wrong about this, but the point is he believes he is right, and that's all that matters. And I just don't think if he's got a, if he feels good enough to, like, as soon as Cam Meredith started showing that he was getting banged up again, he's like, you know what, we got enough guys in the building. We feel good about what we have. Let's get him out of here. And if, if he's feeling that way, I just think he's going to see this through with the young players because – he thinks he has something with them, and there's enough of a track record that he can turn them into good players. And so, again, like I just don't think he brings in a guy like Kenny Stills if there's a track record there where they didn't like his attitude. He maybe isn't feeling good about the Saints. And like you said, there might be a fraction of a risk 
that he's going to be a locker room issue. I just don't think they invite that. They're not that desperate yet. You, you break my heart, Andrew, because I text you 9,000 different trade scenarios a day. You literally texted me today, Ralph, I think you want Mickey Loomis snorting cocaine off his desk and not wearing pants and drunk dialing GM. And I responded, yes, that's what I want. I want the Saints going. I want the Saints going. You, know, you picture Mickey Loomis like drunk dialing GMs and just screaming like, fuck it, do it, just give away the farm, fuck it, give him two first. I'll give a shit. I want Kenny Stills. Just do I it. Want, you, you, I want, want, you want negative $50 million in cap space. You want no draft picks next year. You want all assets burned, and you want them to just trade for everybody. Yes, I want to see. Like you told me, if you you could say, Ralph, I will guarantee you the Saints win a Super Bowl, but they have to do. I wouldn't even let you finish the sentence, and I would say yeah. Like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I mean, like I'm dreaming up scenarios where, like, they trade for Clowney and give the Texans their first, and the Texans give them Clowney in a second, like, and they just rent Clowney for a year. I don't care, man. I, I gotta get a Lombardi trophy, dude. And I don't care. Like, doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't. I do not care what you take. Like, there's no, there is no asset the Saints could burn if it would guarantee them a Lombardi tour for this year, that I would say not worth it. Like, you could be like, take three number ones. You take this. I don't care. Like, that's what I want. And Loomis feels the same way. He needs to get that shit done. I need at least two trades and a shocking cut before they play the Texans. See, the thing is, that doesn't guarantee you a Super Bowl, right? Like, look what happened to the Rams here. They went, like, full all-star team acquired a bunch of guys that felt like it was going to be a difference, and then it ended up not being because they got killed in the Super Bowl, or they, they got beat in the Super Bowl. So, you know, it doesn't always work. Like, Clowney and Stills don't guarantee the Saints a Super Bowl, so you've got to keep that competitive balance where you can be good in subsequent years. Well, this wraps up this extra bonus podcast that you people got today on, on Saints game. But once the regular season starts, all the podcasts except the big show and the Wednesday show, all the rest of the podcasts during the week are locked down to patrons. And we're $30 away from having a special gambling show on Friday night when me and Andrew have a bunch of awesome ideas for that that's going to be a party. And guess what? Patrons are – only patrons are going to get that. It's going to be ad-free, but only patrons are going to get it. And it's going to be $7 a month if you just want the podcast, but if you really want to do $10 because you want Andrew's grade. Every week, every Saints player. So do it already. We got you, folks. You've been listening every day. I, Andrew, I see the numbers, man. People are downloading this podcast like crazy, and your fix and your daily Saints podcast injected into your arm, it's all going to dry up unless you start supporting the podcast with money once the regular season starts. So uh, you should do it. Uh, and until then, we will see you on Monday.